a desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much to learn, you still Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu, and welcome back to another edition of The Ability to Speak Does Not Make You Intelligent. The Ability to Speak Does Not Make You Intelligent. Uh, this time on, I have my brother, Jeb Liu. Jeb, how you doing? Pretty good. It's been a while. It has been a while. It has. Uh, and then, returning for the second time, we have Sean Doe. Sean, how's it going? What's good, bro? What's good, indeed. Um... Alrighty. So yeah, so today we don't really have a set topic. I just kind of want to have fun with you. I'll test out a few segments that I haven't gotten to yet. Uh, so on that note, let's dive into This Is Where The Fun Begins. This is where the fun begins. Alrighty. So uh, essentially, This Is Where The Fun Begins is just going to be a type of game segment that I'm going to have with guests uh, whenever they come on. Um, and I've just kind of lined up a couple different types of things that I think... Uh, would be kind of interesting to talk about. And so the first thing that I want to um, try out is a segment that I'm going to call top five, where essentially we go through okay. our top five favorites of uh, a certain category within Star Wars. So this one, uh, we have top five favorite Jedi. And so I haven't really decided how I want to do this. If we want to do number five for all of us at the same time, or if we want to just do all five of one persons at once and then what do y'all think is? The I best think we should start at five and then just make our way up, yeah. like you said first. Okay, one each. Okay, yeah. who wants to start? Uh, I guess I'll start. Jeff, go for it. Uh, I've kind of got a tie for fifth, so okay. I'm torn between Quinlan Voss and I'm a gonna die. Fair enough. Because, but probably Quinlan Voss, just because I want That's to. Fair. I I really want to see more of him and. You can't see more of I'm a gun die because he's kind of dead. Yeah, that's um, true. But I like Sean's reaction when you said that because he has mm. watched Clone Wars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Sucks. If you mind elaborating more, just uh, so I can understand why he I was can... in your number five. Well, so Quinlan Voss is kind of like a. I was, I was about to say something. It's kind of like a really cool person who. Uh, he he has like crazy tracking abilities, kind of like you have much bad batch Psych- there, I guess. Psychometry is what it's yeah. called. Okay, that's what it's called. Okay, cool. Yeah, where he can he can essentially touch an object, and he can look see into the like past. look into yeah. So the past events that have occurred, like kind of surrounding that object, like in the Clone Wars, he touches a cup, and he can see the person that was that had held that cup in the past. Yeah, like what they okay. had been saying, what they had been doing. Okay. Uh, and he's also like a Jedi that kind of goes like undercover and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, he has dreadlocks. He's a super cool guy. Um, mm. And I talked about, there's a book that follows him called Dark Disciple. It's based on unfinished episodes of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, he's also on my list, but yeah. not number five. Um, anyways, Sean, who do you got? All right. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that I'm a very like movie-centered Star Wars fan, so it's all good. my entire list is going to be full of characters from the movies and stuff. So number five, um, starting right off, we got Ray Skywalker, oh, and I mean that as a joke, but not really. Is she um, really a Jedi? 
Yes, she's yes, a Jedi. In my eyes, she is a real care. Jedi. I, well, be- it's, I guess okay. she was trained by Luke, kind of. But she's, she's, yes. she's a Jedi. She's see, a Jedi. See, that's a good point because I find it amazing how she was first, you know, misdirected and all this stuff. And then she got trained, not the traditional path. And she was able to display, like, great, like, raw talent for being a Jedi. You know, she, I don't know, something about her, like, natural ability to, like, just wield that saber and use that force is, you know, it, it earned her force. the spot for top five. You know what I'm saying? And sure, she sure. used, I think That's she fair. used Force Lightning, right? Yeah. She, if she my memory's correct. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I think that's pretty dope. She earned the top five spot for me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I respect that. That's a valid that. argument. I, I like your reasoning. Um, I completely disagree. Yeah. But I, I, I still, <laughs> I, I, as much as I disagree, your argument for it was better than valid. I was expecting. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Um, okay, so for me, my number five is Kit Fisto. Um, for those of you who don't know, Kit Fisto is the Nautilin Jedi. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what a Nautilin is, he's the guy with green skin with all the tentacles on his head. Uh, he so. like smiles during the Battle of Geonosis and then is one of the four Jedi that goes to arrest uh, Palpatine and Revenge of the Sith with Mace Windu. He dies second to last. Yeah, he lasts almost uh, the longest. He lasts the second longest, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Second only to Mace Windu. Um, but I just think that he's a really, really interesting character. I think that we should have seen more about him in the Clone Wars than we got to. Um, I think that his episode in Season 1 with the layer of Grievous is one of the best ones in Season 1, personally. I love I that episode super, so super much. interesting. Uh, he's a master of the first form of lightsaber combat, which was very rare, uh, because typically that was something that people learned as younglings and then just kind of moved away from because it was very basic. But he ended up mastering it, which uh, gave him a big advantage over multiple opponents, which you see uh, Grievous is basically multiple opponents with his four arms. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's what gave him an edge in that fight, which is super interesting. Uh, He's also amphibious, which allows him to breathe underwater, uh, which we see in the Moncala arc in Clone Wars as well. It's so uh, cool. It's really, really awesome. He has a specialized lightsaber that is uh, designed for extended use underwater. And he's ripped. He's also very jacked, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think Kit Fisto is awesome. I know that Kit Fisto is also our family friend John Cox's favorite uh, character, so shout out John. Uh, I still need to get him on the pod. But uh, yeah, that's about all that I got for Kit Fisto. Uh, do we want to kind of switch up? Do we want to snake backwards for number four? Do you want me to start? Sure. Sure. Okay, well, my number four is Quinlan Boss, which we've already talked about. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, like we said, he has the tracking abilities uh, with psychi- psychometry. And uh, you should read Dark Disciple if you want to learn more about him because he's really awesome. Because he's only in one episode of The Clone Wars, which is The Hunt for Zero. Um, but he's super, super interesting, and I hope he shows up in Bad Batch in the future. So that's all I have to say. Hunt for Zero um, was a strange episode. It was a strange episode, but it has <laughs> Quinlan Boss, so we don't yeah. complain. Uh, Sean, who's your numero quattro? All right. Numero quattro is uh, my boy Qui-Gon. Right? Yeah, nice. dude. Look, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. So 
before making this list, you know, I did a little research. I heard he was actually trained by was it Count Dooku? Yeah, Is that right? Correct. I think yeah. that's considerably bad because um, yes, my bad. No, it's um, all because good. I was gonna uh, say that about Quinlan Boss, but I didn't. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I mean, look, it's just. Something about him is just different. I feel like uh, to be trained by somebody who literally uh, went over to the dark side is uh, and pretty pretty strong himself. I feel like he was a he was a pretty good Jedi, and I don't know, man. I just had a good liking towards him from the start. Is, I, I should have. It was a bad thing how we didn't get to see more of him throughout uh, mm-hmm. throughout the movies, but. You know, he had a good run in the Phantom Menace episode. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Qui-Gon barely missed my list. I was between oh, him and Kit Fisto for number he's five. My, he's my sixth or seventh, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, just, I ended up going with Fisto, but I love Qui-Gon. I think that he's a really, really interesting character, especially since I think that his background being trained by Dooku is super interesting. And it, it kind mm-hmm. of, it's reflected in his essentially his tendency to kind of like go against the will of the council and kind of do his own thing. Yeah. 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 He was very much a servant of the force rather than of the Jedi Jedi council, um, which is kind of what the Jedi should have been uh, Mm -hmm. kind of not necessarily being so enthralled in politics and being more uh, just kind of open to the will of the force itself. Um, And he found the chosen one, which is pretty stinking dope. Uh, it was like the, one of the few Jedi that Palpatine was afraid of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he I also don't remember why. <laughs> I I also th- I don't remember either. But I think that I've seen a lot of theories of like what if Qui Gon survived. I don't think that Anakin would have turned to the dark side if Qui Gon had survived and no. been his master, because I think no. Qui Gon would have been much more receptive to his like feelings about Padme and mm-hmm. all of the turmoil that he had because he's so he's more unorthodox, more of a gray Jedi almost. Yes. Um, and I think that that could have been a cool alternate, like Star Wars. What if? Ooh, yeah, that's oh, a huge I would Star love Wars that movie. so much. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Star yeah. Wars What If would be pretty stinking dope. But <laughs> anyways, I like Why God a lot too. Is all that, all that to say? Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Jeb. Num- number four for you. Oh, number four is Kit Fisto for me. For those of you who don't know, he's the Nautilus Jedi, and mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but do you yeah. have anything to say that I didn't already say? Nope. Um, That's fair. But I'm trying to think, I wish that we saw more of like the Nautilus. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Glee and Sim. Um, who? No, that's their planet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, We've only we only saw like one or two other Nautilus, right? So the one there, Padawan, was, yeah. So Zat was a Padawan, Nautilus. Uh, oh, and another was... Padawan. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The one that gets killed by Savage. Um, don't remember his name. And we um, see one in um in Resistance that you haven't gotten to. I was gonna say you've watched more of Resistance than I have. Um, He's not an also, important character at all. You just see him. Yeah. There's also one in uh. The Children of the Force episode, whenever oh, yes, Bane yes. is kidnapping uh, Force-sensitive children for Sidious. There's a Nautilus child there. Um, and then there's also, the only other one that I can think of is the one that kind of tries to pick a fight with Ahsoka 
uh, whenever yeah. she and Plo yeah. are investigating or singing and stuff like that. Um, Bit off but yeah, topic there. <laughs> this was awesome. Well, I, mean, I don't know. This is that's I mean, what this. It's not. There's no that's, topic. This, that's, that's what this segment's for. Um, <laughs> this segment being the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Uh, all right, Sean. Since you're the only Johnny. one that hasn't started, uh, go uh, for number three. All right, number three is my boy Yoda. All right, love it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So he's a for me. He's an OG. Always the wisest in my eyes. Um, being such as a his small physique and just his overall physical self, he was still able to be strong in the force. Um, like again, using his wise. Uh, his wise powers instead of his physical powers. Um, but one thing that kept him at number three and not higher was how he ran away from Palpatine. He didn't beat him fully. Um, I just think that, come on, bro. You, if, you, if you got a job, you got to finish it. But I do understand how there's probably a reason why he didn't, you know, complete it. losing. But, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. For me, he's number three. He's cool. He's a cool Jedi, though, in my eyes, for sure. I agree. I, I like so, Yoda sure. a lot. Yoda's very interesting, um, just because of the the mystery surrounding him. And obviously, we've gotten mm-hmm. a little more information about him through Grogu and stuff like that. But until Barely. Grogu, we had really only seen one other, which was Yaddle, of his species. And we only see her. Yeah, we don't really see her do anything but um but yeah i think that that mysterious element to him is really really interesting and i i don't know for you for me yoda like yoda and luke are kind of like superman for me where it's like mm. it's a little too like i don't know i feel like i'm being yeah i get you. a little bit like they're, they're a little too perfect like i really yes. like them as characters but i like a little bit of like Grit. Imperfections. A little, just, something. Something yeah, thrown just, in there. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. A little something. Um, I wonder why your first number one is your number one. Then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone's just completely, they, they have no idea what my number one is, I'm sure. But yeah, um, no one does. It's, uh, but no, I do like Yoda a lot. And I think that, yeah, his, his ability to, I think that I saw a fact recently that he had trained like, 22,000 Jedi. 22,000? Yeah. After he was like, yeah. Which isn't necessarily to say like had Padawans, but he trained them, if that makes sense. Like they weren't like his, they weren't necessarily all his direct apprentice, but Mm -hmm. which is wild. And Sean, do you remember how old he was when he died? Dude, I'm not going to lie. That was like, that was in my first test, right? Yes. Dude, that was that was a few months ago. I, I probably forgot it. I don't know. <laughs> that should have been like a night question. Hey, I know, and I've since reformed. I've since hey, reformed. <laughs> I got the easiest test. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and I appreciate it. Kind of did, but that's okay. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see what happens later in this episode. But oh. um, <laughs> all right, dude. Love Yoda. Love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 why don't I go? So I for agree. my number three. I got Obi-Wan Kenobi, Um, which, I mean, my man, I I don't know what to say. I'm super excited about the Kenobi series that's coming out next year. Um, 
we got the release date for Book of Boba Fett, which is like literally the very end of December. So that yeah. means that I would assume Obi-Wan probably isn't going to come out until like probably April. Um, but I think that he, I, in my, my eyes, Obi-Wan is like the epitome of the perfect Jedi who has also gone just based on what he's gone through. He literally lost every single person Everything. that he ever cared about. He lost Qui-Gon, Satine, Anakin, Ahsoka, Cody, everybody. And he's still held true to the Jedi ideals of not giving into his emotions and stuff, which is wild. But I think that, hey, watch the Clone Wars if you want any reason to love Obi-Wan anymore. Um, But, and I think that especially like his portrayal in Rebels is super interesting. Just because yes. you get to see just how power without giving too much away, you get to see just how powerful he is. Just how powerful he's grown. Yeah, and how powerful he's become in his time in exile on Tatooine. And how much more mature he is. And it's I just love him as a character. The master of mm-hmm. Form Three Sorsu. Got mm-hmm. love it. Um Form Three. Yep. <laughs> uh okay, Jeb, number three. Obi Wan. Okay, cool. Anything, anything to add? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. uh, Jeff, why don't you go for your number two then? Number two is my boy Mace Windu. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got to be up there. <laughs> I, I'll let my brother go more in depth about him later. Yeah. But he's just... You're making an assumption there. What makes so you think- cool. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm assuming you. I'm assuming you're number one I, no, I no, go, go, sorry go with what you were huh. saying he's just such an awesome character he really is and we i want to i really want to know like how he got his purple lightsaber why it's purple because well, we haven't really gotten a definitive explanation yeah have we i mean just based on like canon reasoning for lightsaber colors we kind of know the reasoning but we haven't yeah like, but got... we don't know why no one else has a purple lightsaber yeah. in canon i mean yeah that's true but but in theory anakin probably should have had a purple lightsaber just based on the canonical like reasoning for it but he didn't no (laughs) (laughs) i don't know maybe anakin would be more of my favorite character if that was the case but yeah (laughs) he didn't make my list uh okay sean who's your number two uh my number two is actually obi-wan so hey very nice. um, to add to what y'all said, I don't know. He's a uh, he was able to beat Anakin, um, and then mm-hmm. I think what's funny is literally training his son to once again beat Anakin. So it's more like the teacher beating the student, and then another student beating his student. Like I don't know if y'all understand <laughs> that, but to my eyes, it's like yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. insane, bro. Like the amount of the how much of a warrior he is and a mentor it was it was amazing to watch and he's always been one of my favorites ever since i was a little kid so yeah mm-hmm. dude that's a great point too yeah, yeah he was able to defeat the chosen one and then he trained someone who then once again defeated the chosen one exactly chosen one. yeah yeah no that's that's a great great point yeah um okay well my number two is plo Koon. yeah i figured <laughs> <laughs> I, i'll let i'll let Joe talk about a little later not to assume 
but oh yeah why would you suit that I don't know. <laughs> um, okay so i will go into my number one now if that's all right which is mm-hmm. ray skywalker no it is uh <laughs> mace windu obviously um if y'all haven't listened to my uh fairly recent episode about why Mace Windu is still alive and what he's been doing, uh, then you should definitely go hit that up. I think that I'm I'm rather uh, proud of that theory, and uh, I I think that it was good. Yeah, and I think that it's it's kind of lays a good framework for where he's been because he's obviously going to come back and book a Boba Fett. Um, and so Mace Windu, uh, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you've probably gathered that I am obsessed with Mace Windu. Uh, and my reasoning is that my favorite color as a child was purple, still is, and Mace Windu was the only character with a purple lightsaber in the movies. And so uh, I was just naturally drawn to him and haven't ever really gotten off that track. Um, he has a very unique lightsaber style, which is a variant of Form 7 called Vapod, uh, which draws on essentially his opponent's dark side uh intentions and cycles it through himself and his opponent which essentially gives him as much energy as his opponent has Mm -hmm. on top of what he has himself um and so that makes him virtually unbeatable in a duel unless he gets caught by surprise like he did in revenge of the sith um his hand cut off and then uh he uh his lightsaber is awesome like not even just the blade but like the uh the hilt itself i have it back it is there. so cool it's, you can't really see it but it's open on my um on my my stand over there uh which y'all were both there when i got it we got that at galaxy's yes. edge um, it, it was very nice to look at it's it definitely was. Very nice. it's very yeah. shiny um very shiny and also i just think that i don't know i i th- i find the the like the purple represents like a walk between the light and the dark side. And I find mm-hmm. that very mm-hmm. fascinating in a character, that kind of duality. Um, and yeah, no, Miss Wendy's my favorite always will be. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's coming back in the book, but Fett, I am convinced. So probably like very last episode going into season two. I would assume so, but yeah, who knows? Uh, okay, Sean. All right. So my number one, is Anakin Skywalker, okay? So this is actually funny because Jonah just talked about Mace Windu and then I'm talking about the Jedi, I guess, that slain the mans, you know? But um, just overall, I guess, he was the presumed chosen one before, you know, maybe Ray Skywalker came into the picture. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, oh, I, wow. I just think he's a warrior. He's a straight dog out here. And uh, he's trained by what? Obi-Wan got taken on by Qui-Gon and stuff. Um, and then everybody knows, uh, you know, his backstory and what his life came to be. And I just think that's an amazing story. Uh, and just something about how, like, a good warrior was corrupted. I just think that's like a beautiful tragedy that I don't know. Maybe some of us can relate to. And uh, I don't know. He's just a warrior out here. I think he's my number one. I hope other people feel the same. But yeah, Anakin Skywalker. 
the biggest simp in the galaxy. Oh, yes, I'd like to add. <laughs> yes, another factor. Man, he is a straight boy out here, man. I'm, I guess he's the first person. Do you think he's the first person to ever, like, committed genocide to sin? Committed genocide for a, a, for a for a thought of saving his lady friend? Like, uh, Yeah, yeah, I would assume so. I don't know. Hey, I have man. never heard that. Some people could say that's some pioneer stuff right there. He's a pioneer in his game. So. Oh, my God. You, 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 can't, you can't really put into words the great power it takes for all that to occur or to even inspire yeah. you, you know? Yeah. No, that's a that's a way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do like Anakin a lot. And I think that my enjoyment of Anakin stems mainly from the Clone Wars um, mm-hmm. because his portrayal in the Clone Wars, I think, does the character – more justice a lot more justice because i think that they should have developed his turn to the dark side a little bit more because obviously you can see the seeds of him uh turning uh as the movie as the movies go but like it feels a lot more sudden in the movies i feel like if you don't know the nuances of like what he's been through if that makes sense mm-hmm. it's like oh this is a good guy and then oh no now he's killing children like it's like yeah. that that's a very quick yeah shift in the movie but if you see it in the context of everything that's he's gone through building up to it, where, yeah. like, in the Clone Wars, you obviously see that he has a lot of insecurity about his relationship with Padme uh, and a lot of anxiety around it, probably because of the fact that it's secret, but also just who he is as a person. He's very protective of the people he cares about. Uh, mm-hmm. You get to see that, obviously, uh, this is an interesting little tidbit. Jedi achieved the rank of Master unless they're just given it, they can achieve mm-hmm. it by training a Padawan to knighthood. Yeah. And Anakin trained Ahsoka up to just like literally the precipice of like barely not knighthood. And then she left mm-hmm. the order. And so then the fact that he doesn't get the rank of master yeah. in the, um, in Revenge of the Sith, that knowing that backstory from the Clone Wars adds another layer of like, that's just even that much more a slap in the face yeah and like yeah. just that sort of stuff and obviously the mortis arc adds a lot of depth to his character and his identity as the chosen one i just so i think that i think that the clone wars and sean i think that you would love the clone wars like so hey, much man. i think that you would love it so much oh my gosh i really do but that's just me yeah um yeah. those are my thoughts on anakin though but yeah he is a big great the great jedi yes <laughs> i would also send for natalie portman though Oh, oh, who yeah, wouldn't, man? Come of on. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, no judgment. But um, Thor, Anakin. Thor and Anakin. Yeah, they have that in common. Um, yeah. But, uh, alrighty, Jeb. Numero uno. Yeah, numero uno is my Keldor friend, Plokun. Of course. Master of Form 5. Um, Which one? You know, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that he's Shien. Sorsu? What? He's form five. Sorsu's three. Um, oh, Sorsu's three. It's either Shien or Gemso, but I'm pretty sure that he's Shien. Because Anakin was Gemso, but I'm not entirely sure. Oh, Let yeah. See. I'll look up. And... You, you keep talking. Okay, okay. So, I just love him so much. He's just so cool under pressure. Like, um... One of the uh, zingers was supposed is supposed to be was him in Clone Wars. It's like, would you like to 
prove your theory? Or what, what was what did he say? Would you like, like to try, to and, try prove and prove your theory? Yeah, he's just it was just in like a sketch bar, and he was just like minding his own business and just like just being himself. Yeah, but uh, that's a bad example. But no, also, he's he's the only Jedi I'm pretty sure to beat Yoda in a duel. Right? I think you're right. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because his form five versus Yoda's form uh, four? Oh, four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. I don't remember what they both meant, but I just remember Ataru that. Ataru is form four, which is more acrobatic, a lot of flips yep. and stuff. And uh, I just looked it up. His form five was Sheen, um, which I'm not. I don't honestly don't remember the distinction between Shien and Gemso. I think that Gemso was a little more acrobatic, mm-hmm. and he's not acrobatic. I don't remember. Okay. I honestly don't. I think that Gemso might have like gone into more power striking and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I'm not entirely sure though, but I think that you're right. I don't entirely <laughs> remember about that. I'm pretty sure that I'm right. I think so too, but. No, Plo's awesome. Obviously, he was my No, but also, like, just his visual appearance is so cool. So intimidating, yet somehow you can feel warmth. Yeah. Yeah. Do you you know who Plo Koon is, Sean? No, I'm just... One sec, one sec. He's... um, Hold up. Well, oh, you... Are you... Oh, Jeb's getting an action figure. So I'm I'm gonna see if I can... He has, like, orange skin with, like, mask and, like, pointy... It looks almost like teeth... Kind of sits like this, or like that guy. Yeah, that guy. Oh really? We Wait. Have a... Oh, okay. I we see have him. a video. We have a video feed up on YouTube. Uh, if, if y'all are listening on the podcast and y'all want to see what we're talking about, but Plo Koon is a Keldor Jedi, <laughs> and Keldor have to wear a, a mask uh, to uh, filter out oxygen in most atmospheres mm-hmm. in Star Wars because it is toxic to their species. Um, so that's why he looks the way that he does. Yeah. Um, and that's also why he's able to breathe in space, uh, as in we space. see in some of the first episodes of the Clone Wars uh, during the Malevolence mm-hmm. arc. Uh, one thing that Jeb didn't touch on that I think is... I was about to. Okay. He <laughs> he was the one that discovered Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, um, that's not what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I might come up with that's it. Uh, <laughs> um, so... Um, in the first couple episodes of Clone Wars, you could see that Ahsoka, at the very beginning, didn't exactly trust Anakin, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. But she really, really trusted Plo. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I like, that's true. so I think that's just it's cool. But another thing is that in Order sixty six. Behind Mace Windu, I think that he is the most likely to have survived. Because all we see is his ship blowing up. (laughs) And we have seen other people survive ships blowing up before. And so, I mean, it's it's extremely far-fetched. There's also the same source book that canonized Mace Windu being dead that I read that I touched on in an earlier episode. It didn't actually say that Plo Koon died. Plo Koon it just died. said that he was shot down. Oh, yeah. so leave the door open, huh? They left the door yeah. open. A couple interesting things about Plo Koon as well. Are you done, Jeb? 
I, I guess so. Wolfpack is cool. His clone battalion. Yeah. Oh no! If you have more, then I don't want to step on your feet. No, that that's about that's about it. Um, but in a deleted scene for Order sixty six, he was actually going to eject out oh, of. Well, that doesn't count. Well, no, I'm just saying anymore. he was going to eject out of his starfighter as it was crashing, and then he was going to get shot out of the air as he was ejecting out. That was so sad. Was awful <laughs> and super super dark. Um, but. Also, an interesting thing for this is a spoiler for Mandalorian season two, but mm-hmm. in order to keep Luke Skywalker's reveal a secret um, from like anybody who wasn't supposed to know about it, uh, Dave Filoni wrote in that Plo Koon was the Jedi that was coming to. Why know, didn't that happen then? And they even like they they had concept art for it. They had. Damn like, it, dude! An animation <laughs> like like an animatronic of Plo Koon's head over Luke's head. Like they had, they covered all the bases oh, to keep that from leaking. Wow. Yeah, and so that that that's pretty crazy. Uh, but um, but anyways. Well, that that shows you that Dave Filoni really likes Plo it's, Koon. It's so. Dave Filoni's favorite Jedi. Yeah. Oh, and Dave Filoni is known to just like pull strings to bring back his favorite characters and make sure sure that they don't die. It's true, he did that with Embo. <laughs> But yeah. and with Ahsoka, and with Ahsoka. But you know, uh, also <laughs> an interesting thing is he's one of the only Jedi to not canonically, but in Legends, use Electric Judgment, which yeah. is the Jedi variant of Force Light. Yeah, just pretty dope. And yellow lightsaber. And he had a yellow lightsaber in, in Legends. Is a blue lightsaber in canon. Um. Alrighty. Oh, I forgot about Electric Judgment. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I was jumping in to say, but then I remember the okay. stuff. But if y'all want to learn more about uh, that, that like Luke Skywalker's return in Mando Season 2, go to uh, Star Wars Gallery on Disney+. Plus, and it's like a little docu-series uh, with behind-the-scenes stuff for The Mandalorian. It's really, really awesome. This is from the Season 2. Uh, this is the second episode that this comes into play. Um, but it's, it's really, really awesome. And, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, moving on to that took up a lot more time than i was expecting but like awesome um (laughs) uh so i'm gonna do a couple of these where it's um, it's this thing that i'm calling star wars versus everything else and sean and i kind of did one of these in our episode together last time which was anakin skywalker versus thanos yes Um, i remember that thanos (laughs) didn't have like a definitive a definitive answer on who would win but um it's kind of an either or but I don't know if I'm going to do all of these. I think I'm going to save one of these because we're kind of short on time and I want to get to some I, other stuff. Yeah. But the one that I'm very interested in is Doctor Strange versus Darth Sidious. And he, y'all think, would win. Assuming that the time stone works and... Or, or we could assume either or. Like if, like, because that, that's what we did with the, the Thanos one. It's like, okay, well, do the Infinity Stones work in the Star Wars universe? like all that stuff so who sean you look very Dude. do you, do you want to start or sure okay. well let's let's just say the i've got a very definitive answer yeah i mean let's just say the infinity stone does work right yeah that's like i feel like that enough has or that has enough power to where i don't know i just can't see sidious pulling through after that you know because he can you just alter so much around him to where it's like, you know, Sidious won't even be able to catch up with his very, like, his, because I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. But Sidious has, no, I get that. like, 
an it's more of an individual power instead of like an encompassing power i guess i don't know the stone is just so like invasive around you it's like you can't really compete with that you know what i mean okay but let's how about let's let's assume that it doesn't work because i do agree that the stone would kind of okay can i go uh yeah go for it jeb no no you you, you keep on finishing what you're about to say no i was just saying that well i don't know i have my thoughts but i'll i'll save those because i tend to ramble so jeb go for it um well i do too but uh (laughs) so sling ring well so palpatine is known for dying from his own sith lightning so palpatine tries to sith lightning dr strange he sling rings then the sling ring grows out like on top or behind palpatine and he just like makes sure that he like sith lightning that's a great point that's valid (laughs) yeah i was thinking well okay or a mirror dimension that's that's exactly what i was about to say strange just puts him in the mirror dimension and it's over um, so for those of you who aren't super Marvel heavy, the mirror, Dr. Strange is like a sorcerer, the sorcerer Supreme, uh, and he wields, uh, the time stone in the eye of Agamotto, his necklace, um, which enables him to essentially warp time and either reverse things or put himself in a time loop or something like that. And the mirror dimension is essentially an alternate reality that mirrors our current reality but you can essentially do things in that dimension that don't affect the outside the world. outside world, but it still looks like you're within the outside world. Um, and that's where so like, they can practice like super dangerous. Yeah, they, they, they trap dangerous forces in there and you can only, if you can only escape using a sling ring. Um, and so if Sidious didn't have one, then that's over, but playing devil's advocate, and saying that, let's say that it's a similar situation where, do you remember, like, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. And he just stays mm-hmm. there, and he just keeps dying over and over and over. I wonder if, because Dormammu eventually caught on to what was happening. And was able to kind of yeah. interact outside of the time loop. And didn't necessarily, like, replay his role every time eventually. Yeah. I wonder if Sidious eventually, if he was able to catch on to that if he would be able to like use the force to take the stone from strange and then break the loop himself. But even then, I don't know that it would matter because I still think strange would be able to beat him, but I think it would be a matter of the quickness of Sidious. I think that that's what it boils down to. Cause if he doesn't get the upper hand on him right away, I think that strange wins nine times out of 10. But I think that if Sidious is able to kind of, get the jump on strange i think that he could win mm-hmm. that's just me. yeah i don't know yeah we could do another one if y'all want i have three but or if y'all want to move on we can do like one more, more maybe batman versus a mandalorian yeah. any mandalorian mando oh not the mandalorian but any or sure let's do dinjar and the mandalorian from the series the mandalorian batman versus him. mando If he has the dark saber, has the dark saber, has the best car spear, has all. Let's of his let's gadgets. assume that he just has his pistol and his uh, rifle, whistling birds, and he can he can no, have some like whistling, whistling birds, birds. Sure. but no no dark saber and no best car spear, as he was at the end of season one of the Mandalorian. So okay. he has a jetpack. He has. 
the rifle and the pistol, but no spear or dark saber. Yeah, he's got the best car armor. Yeah. So I think, I think it's a matter of if Batman the Batman so much if faster. Batman gets prep time. Yeah, I was about to say Batman has if, a lot more resources than him. I feel like if it's just a street fight, like they encounter each other on the street out of nowhere, Batman doesn't know anything about Mandalorians. Then the Mandalorian yeah. wins. But if Batman's able, just FYI, I haven't watched any DC. No, that's valid. So. But I think <laughs> I... this is kind of just a joke i feel like as far like batman is able to beat anyone if he has prep time which i don't think yeah, is necessarily he's got true, all of the money in the world but i don't know if he'd be able he to be I, I would personally choose a mandalorian over batman pretty much any day of the week even if it wasn't the mandalorian if they had best car armor i think that that just yeah is a nail in the coffin exactly. the deal because i don't think that even if he had prep time that batman would be able to develop anything that would hold up against best car so Sean? Yeah. Oh me, I say, I mean I agree with you. I, I think that point where if Batman did have prep time, he would have a fighting chance because, from what we've seen, he's actually very smart and he he does take a lot of time to prepare and he has a lot of resources, um, with other people with his money to where he can get certain, I guess tools or whatever you can say um uh to just get a slight hand upon his upper hand upon his uh his opponent but i do think that the mandalorian will win most of the time just because i don't know they they're born and raised into that lifestyle they're like exactly. they're literally like they live to fight or defend themselves i guess um yeah it's their life yeah, yeah. <laughs> so their lifestyle that's what I'll say. I say the Mando most of the time, for sure. I would agree with that. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to move on from that. I have one more, but I'll save that for another time. Um, so what I want to talk about is both of y'all have been involved in some Star Wars fan films and fan series that I've tried to uh, take on in the past, none of which have actually come to fruition. Uh, but I just wanted to think, like, okay, Sean, you've played several characters. I think you've been involved yeah. in every single one that I've tried to take on. I just want to know. I haven't. And Jeb, you've been a consultant, but you've uh, you've been. I've been a consultant and choreographer yes. and cameraman. Um, but Sean, you've been an actor, and so I've I've had one. It was one called The Lawless, uh, which I'm yeah. currently <laughs> trying to adapt to a novel, which is going very slowly. Great um, idea, by the way. I, I like how it's coming from what you showed. It's a great storyline, yeah. And I, I, I'm happy to elaborate on that more. And I've actually thought about doing like little reading sessions and reading out like a chapter at a time uh, on this podcast and seeing. I'm, I'm not a great reader is the issue. So maybe I get someone else to do it for me. Yes, you John are. Proctor? Better than me. Oh, John Proctor, shut up. Uh, I got fired. For context, I got fired from reading out loud for the uh, the Crucible in eighth grade um because i couldn't read with enough emotion i was also just i just stumbled over my words all the time uh i always stumble because i read i i look on the word in front of the word that i'm reading whenever i read out loud i kind of look around the word that i'm supposed to be on it's like Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know and i jumble everything up but uh so we'll see if that's something that y'all are interested in comment below email me DM me on Instagram, any of that stuff. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, Sean, you played General Tree. Yes. Can you speak to what that experience was like? Oof. Like the overall, like how it is working with Ninja Golfer or the, the specific Ninja project we were on. Ninja Golfer Films, non-sponsored, by the way, but it can be, you know. Um, but <laughs> I mean, it uh, is sponsored because well, it's all basically me. is. Um, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> so, but, like, which one? Uh, and it's all our parents. Well, actually, let's go. Let, let's just do all of the projects. So you played uh, General Tree, who was like a military uh, general uh, in the Lawless. You played a couple Jedi uh, in my film Nihilus about the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Nihilus, and then also in our short film Clash. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just what, what, what has been your experience kind of getting to dive into these characters as they exist in the Star Wars universe? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've played my fair share of, I guess, um, being both on the the dark side. And then, you know, it was it was a pretty good experience, actually. It was... It was nice. Um, I don't know. I could, whenever we were filming, especially between you and me, I could feel like we were getting pretty, pretty into our characters. So I really felt like I was playing a part, um, the part that I was supposed to be. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was nice. Um, I, based on the, I guess the. So whenever we film beforehand, we'd always like <clears throat> script out certain parts or like certain movements and yeah. it really created like it was a real balance between you know me having the upper hand or i guess jonah having the upper hand and it was i don't know it just created a nice balance between the story and then obviously um the better opponent would come out on top um so it was just nice uh, understanding how two strong forces can really compete against each other and ultimately who will come out on top. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. definitely. And it almost every time ends up my brother winning. <laughs> We're not going to speak Cla- about that. Cla- Clash Sean won. Clash Sean won. Oh, That's fair. Clash yeah. is one. Oh, okay. Clash is one thing. That Clash was nice, though. It was there. nice. It was... 70 million others. I love yeah, Clash yeah. so much. It looks so good. I don't know if it's ever going to... I have all the footage... It's hey, just, I'd just I'm like to say, if whoever's watching this or hearing this blows this episode up, just, you know, just comment that Jonah should release every yeah, single comment. thing that we've, <laughs> that we've filmed. Because I, I do thing. think, I do think Some that these, things... yeah, yeah, what, what's up, Jeb? Uh, well, some things we don't have all the footage. Yeah, in. no, that's that's the only problem, I guess. But these uh, nihilus, projects, we ran into some production issues, nihilus and we're not going to talk about that issues. one. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but if you want to release that one too, I think no, every no. single project we've worked on was too good not to share at least. So nihilus, the only issue is I've already shared some of those clips, like on my Ninja Golfer account, I've taken them down. Um, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't think that I have enough to like actually share. Yeah. Um, but clash comment below, yeah, comment below. below. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag release the clash cut uh, we'll see yeah, um, yeah but okay and then also Jeb and I have one that we haven't released yet I am in the late stages of editing it and mm-hmm. like I have like two shots left and then I need to add in the sparks and everything and then the sounds and then I need to find good music for it. That's another thing. If any of y'all are good at making 
like original music comment below oh yeah i'd be happy to work with you on some stuff because that's the hardest thing for me with a lot of these things is finding good music that's royalty free that i can use for my own purposes so if any of y'all are interested in doing that comment below and that would be something that i'd be willing to uh discuss uh potentially monetarily as well if that's uh, something that needs to uh happen but um but that being said, Jeb and I recorded something over the summer. It was just us literally just in street clothes, but fighting with lightsabers. Uh, and I think that it's pretty mm-hmm. dope. I think that it's looking pretty cool. Yeah, I hate my acting in it, though. What oh, acting? Well. You were playing with lightsabers the entire time. My faces, my faces I mean, were so, so weird. You're overacting a little bit. It's fine. How, um, was the, um, how was the choreography behind Yale's project? I thought it was pretty dope. It's pretty oh, I hit Jeb in the face yeah. whenever we were practicing once. Wow. Oh yeah, he, I still have you. You can't see it on the screen, but I still have a mark yeah, there. It was like supposed actually, to be a though. slice down, but I did a stab in, and it went over his blade and, and it hit, like, hit square, me square right in the, the face. It was yeah. bad, and I feel really bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have it on have video. It on oh, y'all gotta send me that after, bro. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will most definitely. Oh, but man. um, but yeah. So, but I, 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 that is something that's in the works right now. I'll post some promos uh, on the Instagram and stuff uh, whenever I'm finished with it. Uh, and then it's just hard with school right now. That's the biggest thing is I don't really have time to edit it. Uh, but, and then I will try my darndest to get Clash out. But the thing with Clash is it's so long. It is, I'm, I'm like a fourth of the way through. And we yeah. recorded this like two years ago. Yeah, I was two about to ask ago. how long has it been? Two it was years, before maybe? COVID. It was wow. Before COVID. Yeah. It was barely free. No, free COVID. It, was, it was the fall. That was like right before we went to Galaxy's Edge. That's true, actually. That's true. <laughs> That's something else we could talk about another time. If we can get Scott on, we can talk about oh, Galaxy's Edge. Awesome, and dude. Lee. Yeah. That would actually be really fun if I could get Lee on. That's true. Find a little <laughs> yeah. gap in his schedule. That'd be lit. But yeah, uh, so Scott Fonseca, who's been a guest on in the past, uh, and Sean, Jeb, and I went to Galaxy's Edge uh, for Sean, Scott, and I's uh, senior trip uh, in high school. Sure. And mm-hmm. it was... It was a blast, know, man. It was awesome. Uh, we went to Disney World. It we were in the parks for 12 hours that yeah, day. It was wild. Yeah. It wasn't, but it wasn't like we went to Disney World, but we did get to go to Galaxy's Edge and we got to ride on the Millennium Falcon ride and then Rise of the Resistance, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's super dope. But yeah, no, let's try to get Scott on and we can talk about that um, yeah. another time. He was driving in from Galveston, so he couldn't get on today. <laughs> oh. A loser. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, okay. So I think that that's about all that we have time for on that. Let's dive into a little bit of rank of master. You are on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. Okay, so uh, we're going to do something a little different this time. So for those of you who don't know, the Rank of Master is essentially just a little three-question quiz that I give to guests whenever they come on, and they have the opportunity to go up a rank. You start at the Rank of Youngling, then you go up to Padawan, then Knight, and then Master. I'm currently the Rank of Grandmaster. Uh, You can go back to Episode 18 to watch me achieve that rank. You didn't have to Uh, go through all of the ranks, though. You didn't have to go through all of them. No, that would take too much time. (laughs) I, I just skipped. 
I figured that since I'm the one that that's started fair, this, I get fair, to fair, start fair. at the rank of grandmaster. Or start at the rank of master. I didn't start and give myself the rank of grandmaster. Just yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, so there have been a few people that have uh, taken on this quiz in the past. Uh, Jeb and Sean both have. And Sean was the second person. Let him know. Let him know. Since, since then, I have been told that my initial questions for this quiz have been a little too, were a little too hard. And so Sean has been the only one that hasn't passed. And, and so for, for that reason, since I've been told that it was an unfair spread of questions, I have decided to, so you and Jeb are different ranks. Sean, you're currently a youngling and Jeb, you're currently a Padawan. Um, but Sean, I'm going to give you the opportunity to go up to the rank of Padawan. And then if you do, you're then going to take the Padawan quiz with Jeb and have the ability, uh, have the opportunity to go up to Knight. So you have the opportunity to go up two ranks today. All right. Um, if assuming you pass this first quiz. And so much like the regular Jedi council, I will let my personal biases and opinions of you as a person sway my opinion or sway my decision. Uh, whether or not to let you up to the next rank. As always, you can ask for context. I may or may not give it to you. Um, but I'm, I tried to make these questions more oriented towards people who have just watched the movies, at least for Youngling, uh, rather than a little more like intricate details that you need to know. Right. Um, Appreciate it. So, okay. Wait, actually, can I speak yes. to the viewers for a second? Just, you may. You may. Just a little note. Uh, to all my fans or listeners who've supported me in the past, given Jonah a hard time for giving me a hard test, I appreciate it. I truly I do. got you. I got um, you. <laughs> thank you, Jeb. I actually didn't know it was you as well, but thank you. Um, and I guess I'm speaking to you as well, but uh, you guys have too much hope in me. I hope I don't let y'all down, but it might be a very good possibility. But hey, man, I'm just a rig. And I'm just still learning about all this, so... Don't give me okay. too hard of a time. All right, I'm ready to say to Ho- Do you have anything to say to Hoth Lee? <laughs> Hoth- oh, <laughs> Hoth Lee, man. It's been a while since I heard about that name. Um, Dude, uh, Hoth, you're lucky. I, I'm, I'm like working in other areas right now because <laughs> if I were to respond to that with what I had in mind, I probably would have been fired. Or uh, So... You know, you've been spared by my uh, maturity level, um, and I hope you have a terrible day. So, <laughs> that said, let's, let's keep going. Yes, sir. Uh, for, for context, Hopley was a troll that uh, commented under Sean's Literally, straight one comment straight that we've had on all of yeah. Twin Sun Talks. That's uh, not true. We've had a lot of comments. On YouTube. We've had a lot of comments. Yeah. Well, what yeah. do I know? Go back and look. Yeah, but um, anyways, uh, so, okay, Sean, so, first question, you're trying to go from Youngling to Padawan. What is the name Obi-Wan goes by when he is in exile on Tatooine? Ben Kenobi. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yes, sir. Oh, also, one one thing that I didn't say uh, that is also part of the criteria now is that and you can kind of see this. With, I did this whenever I was uh, getting the rank of Grandmaster. Is that if you're able to, if you don't know the answer to a question, but you're able to kind of talk through other things that you know about Star Wars and kind of just show me that you have knowledge about other things, but not necessarily the thing that I'm questioning you about, I might take that into consideration whenever I'm giving you the, 
the next uh-huh. rank. Cause I know that people aren't necessarily going to know a bunch about one, like a, a bunch about everything. Yeah. Like, cause I know that I know a lot about the prequel era, a lot about the clone wars and stuff like that. I Same don't here. know as much about the sequels in the original trilogy. So like with stuff like that, there's a little bit of leeway because okay. Star Wars fans come in all shapes and sizes. So just keep that in mind. Awesome. Um, anyways. Okay. Question number two, you're one for one right now. What is Padme Amidala's homeworld? Man. Um, dude, okay. Let me let me just speak out like my mind right now answering this question. Um, I like to say, I don't know, the first thing that popped in my mind was Tatooine. Just because Dude, I can't can't pinpoint why exactly it came to my mind, but I know like in the movies. Actually, I'm gonna say Tatooine, man. Tatooine. I hope I'm, I hope I'm right. Y'all are giving me some weird faces right now. Tatooine is incorrect. One for two. Do baby. you know? Can you can you give me any context? Do you know? Yeah. Can you? Do you have a mental image of yes. Padme's home world? Or it has a lot of like waterfalls, and it's it's kind of the opposite of Tatooine, honestly. Dude, no it's very way. Green. So. Nah, I mean, unfortunately, I can't. I'm not really good with names. I suck with names. It's okay. But, Do you remember uh, the Phantom Menace where most of, like, the beginning of it takes place? Very beginning. Very beginning of the Phantom Menace. It's been a fat minute since I've seen it, actually. No. Actually, yeah, you can explain to me, man. Okay, so it's called Naboo. Dude! And... Okay, like, all right. I'm gonna just... Uh, can, all right. can, can, you, can you tell yeah, me I'm... anything about Naboo that you have in your brain? Dude, Naboo, so actually, I don't know if y'all knew this actually, but uh, back in the old days, I used to have this little PlayStation, uh, this little PSP, and this Star Wars Battlefront was on there, and I would always play in Naboo, and dude, I I would actually always confuse Naboo with tattooing for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, not because, it's, it's not because of like how it looks and the overall yeah. place, it's because of the names. Actually, yeah, because no, they're like the tattooing the first two planets exactly. that we see, really, some of yeah in that movie. Uh, Naboo, I dude, it was. Do you know another species that is native to Naboo? Perhaps. I do not. I'm not going to lie. At least a character that is of that species. Naboo. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything right now. It's, it's, the, Gungans. Gungans. it's the Gungans. Oh, okay. Gungans are native to Naboo. So Jar Jar, Jar Jar is like that character and stuff. Jar Jar. Um, okay, that's okay. So you're one for two now. It's all good. Um, I'll take it so far. What are the names of the bird-like creatures native to the island that Luke exiles him himself to on Octo? I just completely butchered that. But the little bird things. Market, merchandising no, I, I know I know I could literally like describe or even draw a picture for you right now but like I said I suck with names bro so I can't it's okay I know uh, I dude I can't I can't give you a name you I'm not gonna them? lie describe but them? I can so yeah, could you describe them? I'm pretty sure so I'm not cheating right now just it's my phone. yeah I got it yeah so they're a bird, obviously, like you said. They're a little fat. They're not like they, they don't got like a little like a little frame. They got a little fat on them. Um, they're real cute. They got like 
I think they got like a white underbelly, and then they got like hints of like orange and brown, maybe. And oh, correct. Yeah. Can see, you, like you, I can't. I can't. I can, can you give me your it. best. Can you give me your best impression? <laughs> Man, you tripping. <laughs> Man, you tripping, bro. Some voices may or may not. This may or may not like be the lynch <laughs> that gets you to the next rank. Oh, dude. You can also phone a friend if you want Jeb to do it for you. Jeb, would you like to do it for me? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I, I, there some, might be some, some major voices voice cracks in here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there was one. <laughs> My voice can't do that. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that was that was excellent. And so they they are. Do you want to just take a shot? Just throw a dart at a board, shot, I, and see if you can get the name. I ain't gonna lie. With Star Wars and all the names in there, I, I can't think of any. If, okay. <laughs> it, they're called Porgs. 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 Yeah. Okay. Porgs. P-O-R-G. And they, they were actually, fun fact, they were uh, created in order to uh, CG out puffins that were native to the island. Oh, really? They were filming at. Yeah. Yeah, I almost they, described them as like a penguin, bro. Like a puffin yeah, penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, look, they remind me of a penguin. But yeah. yeah. That's cool. I yeah, didn't know so that. Porgs. Um, yeah, because it looked weird if they just digitally removed them, so they just digitally replaced them. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, little, wow. Little, little tidbit there. Um, well, Sean, while you didn't, you went one for three again, but given that you did know what Porgs were, you just didn't know the name, and obviously you're familiar with Naboo, and I, it's it's an understandable thing to not necessarily be able to differentiate between the names of Tatooine and Naboo. Um, I, I think that you are able to graduate to the rank of Padawan. Wow. Wow. So this is what it feels like. Thank you. Thank you. Um, of course. So, you know, uh, I'd like to give a few comments on my test, analyze, or, you know. So if, for those of y'all who don't know me, um, in school I get by real easily, but barely. <laughs> and I feel like this test that I just took was an uh, accurate representation of how I just passed. So, Of course. Yeah. You did great. You know, you did great. we're living out here. Thanks, you man. Um, okay. So it, we're going straight into another quiz. So this is for both of y'all. And I'm going to need y'all. So this is I what I did with Hong. John last time I uh, had them on. I'm gonna have y'all text me y'all's answers. Um, uh, don't worry, I'm not gonna. And then you. I'm gonna have y'all answer separately. Uh, and so that's what we're going to do. Um, alrighty. So question number one: Text me whenever you have your answer. Uh, who trained General Grievous in the Jedi arts? For a little bit of context, potentially, think about who was on General Grievous's side during the war. I forgot how to they, spell his name. It's okay. Spelling doesn't count. If I can tell what you're trying to say, then that's that's enough. But General Grievous was the leader, the head general of the droid army of the um, Confederacy of Independent Systems or the Separatist Alliance, and so. If you didn't know, this person was also the person that trained him was also a very prominent leader in that uh, regime. So if that helps, Jeb, I got your answer. I... 
Wait, hold on. <laughs> so, what you just said, you said think about who was on his side during, did you say the Clone Wars? Like, but he's also he's also featured in the movies. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Can we see it? Do we see it in episode two? If well, we don't do see Grievous, way. we don't see Grievous in episode two. But this, this person, person is. is featured in episode two. Okay, the person that the question is about, but Grievous is not. Who can I think of? I would I would say don't overthink this mm-hmm. too much. Don't. No. This is a okay. pretty straightforward answer. If you know, we might have already talked about this person a little bit earlier in this episode. Earlier this episode, huh? All right. Dude, I'm going to say Count Dooku. Oh, I was supposed to text you. But, I, I mean, no, it's okay. You, you, I mean, so, yeah, Jeb just sent you an SL, so. Okay, Jeb, why don't you give your answer? Uh, Jar Jar Banks. Uh, no. It was Count Dooku, in fact. <laughs> it was Count Dooku. Yeah. You're correct. Woo! Y'all are both one for one. I was trained in your Jedi arts by Count, by Count Dooku. Dooku. Yes. That's I do it. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, okay, congratulations. Both of y'all are one for one on your way Ding-a-ding-a. to uh, Jedi Knight. Okay. This is, sorry, Sean, this is a name of a thing. So I, I, I'll take it on. What was Han Solo frozen in when captured by the Empire and given as a gift to Job the Hutt in Empire Strikes Back? I think you know what I meant whenever I sent it. It autocorrected. Yeah, I got it. Jeb has submitted an answer. You can uh, talk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jeb, Jeb, I will say Jeb has submitted a correct answer. So, Sean, you can just talk through. Um, whatever you need to talk through because jeb's already yeah. given a correct answer yeah so I'll yeah that name things so i don't actually like that name things kind of coming back to you know bite me in the the behind but of course it's okay so just talk look, through just, just talk through what you need <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about i know i can picture it right now um as a kid i always thought it was ice and I don't know. I've never really seemed to remember the name. That's fair. But for some reason, I'm thinking it's not ice because it's not ice. It, yeah, it has to be like it's a certain ice. like thing. Yes. But do you I remember know... your polyatomic ions from chemistry? Yeah, I, I think I remember most of them. There's like a whole list of them. Is it actually one of them? It sounds, sounds a like lot it. like one. Oh, man. Which is, okay. which is actually what Jeb just sent me, but it autocorrected. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what you... Okay. Polyatomic ions. All it, I it, it's, about... a two, it's a two negative... Two negative is the, is the charge of this polyatomic ion. If that narrows it down. Oh, two negative? Dude, yeah. it has to be a sulfate. Right? Or... <laughs> or... Look, man, chemistry is chemistry is my forte. You're in O-chem right now. Yeah, um, O-chem is not the same. Ions. I know. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you on the shot clock here, Sean. Ah, uh, dude, I might I might I might violate the shot clock and just not shoot. 
Dude, I, I can't think of anything right now, actually. I know I know that once you tell me the name, though, I will be like, yes, I've heard Jonas hey, talk about this all the time. Before before I give you the answer, could you give your best impression of Han Solo frozen in this substance? <laughs> that I could do because I've seen, for those of y'all who can't see the videos that I'm seeing, I've seen Jeb been like, Oh my god. Frozen in time this entire time. <laughs> the, the, the signal's a little bit spotty. It's okay. Okay, Sean, hit me. But actually, I can't remember if he had his arms like up or like that or like down. But I know he was like just was it up? I don't know. But it's pretty close. Yeah. It was like I wasn't know what you're trying like Kinda. Can I do my? Yeah, so he was more like he was more like this. He was frozen in fear. That's what. Like that's this, what he yeah, kind of. Like, uh, yeah. And so he was frozen in Jeb carbonite. Yes. Carbonite. Yes. Okay. That or as Jeb texted me, carbonate. Carbonate. Yeah, carbonate. CO three two negative. For you yeah. chemistry nerds out there. Um, I forgot okay. that. That's okay. Negative. Um. Are you learning about polyatomic ions? No, but we're just learning. We're we're learning about just ions and such. Okay, that's fair. Um, Okay, so okay, Jeb, you are two for two. Sean, you're one for two. Uh, Last question. And this is I don't know how I'm gonna accept two answers for this because one of them I actually ran this by one of my roommates, John Grimes, who was on this on this segment last time. And he actually gave an answer that was more correct than what I gave, but I'm still giving, I'm allowing two answers. The one that I originally had and the one that John gave. So shout out to John um, for, for kind of catching something that I wasn't able to catch. The question is, which was the first Star Wars movie to not have an opening crawl? An opening crawl? So the opening crawl is like whenever he goes, and then it has all the words going past yeah. that kind of set the scene for what's going on. So which was the first Star Wars movie to not have an opening crawl? And I'm taking two answers for this. All right. I don't know if y'all could just hear that, but one of my roommates just yelled at me. Um, I should yell back at you for a second. No, Christos yelled at me. Oh, hi, Christos. One second. One second, I'm getting myself. Shoot, man. I haven't watched I don't know. I hope that I muted myself there. You did. Okay, cool. What if I send you... (laughs) Can I send you two answers? If there's technically, actually not. Sure. I'll take my chances. I'll, I'll send you, one. For you're sure. only you're you're only getting. Well, no, actually, no. Just yeah, send me yeah. One. It's all good. A movie, like a movie. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Just okay. send me a movie, because then you could just send me all of them. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I was gonna send you two for show, just two. Oh. Because I'm yeah, stuck between two, but I'll take my chances. It's all good. Just send me one. I feel like this is too late. Dude, if I if I send this one, it's wrong. It happens to be the other one. Like, can I just so ask for like, a tidbit? Yeah. Are there? Is there only one? What do you mean by that? Is there, there only okay. one that hasn't had an opening crawl? To my knowledge, there are 
three. God. <laughs> Wait, so you're just uh, asking us to choose one of to to say one of them? There are of the three, there are two that I'm taking. One oh. of them I'm not taking. I think that I've got the one that you're not taking. That's a thing. Jeff, you're going to go, oh, whenever I tell you. Because one of them I didn't even think about whenever I was writing this question. Because there are two that I feel like are pretty obvious, which I think that y'all are probably deciding between. And there's one that's a little more obscure that I don't think Sean's going to get. Okay, I'm going to send it right now. Yeah, right, same, same, bro. <laughs> I think I got it wrong. Dude. Okay. A very interesting choices by both of you. I'm, I'm gonna go with Sean. Why don't you tell me your answer? Say your answer first. Dude, all right. I'm gonna say, oh, dude. Now that I say it out loud, I'm kind of scared actually, because now it's kind of not making sense. I said Rogue One. That's just because it's not considered an episode, but more of like a filler or an explanation between. Um, yeah. Well, Jeb, I guess since you already submitted, I was I was um, stuck between Rogue One and Solo, just because yeah, again, the two I was stuck between actually. Yeah, yeah, they aren't necessarily episodes, but they're more just filler. But now that I'm thinking about it, Solo would be a a lot better answer, just because it's not really because Rogue One fits between what episodes three and four, right? Yes, so. Sir. In, like, if they did have... It would make sense if they did have an opening crawl. Um, just because, I guess, it is filling in that gap. Yeah. But, yeah, I chose Rogue One. Okay, so. can, okay. I, can I say something? Jeb, yeah. So, no, in Rogue One, I feel like I remember an opening crawl. Because I feel like I remember something saying, like, Death Star and All Bold. But in Solo, I do not remember an opening crawl. Yeah, It just went well, straight well, into was, it. But that is not what I chose, because I thought that Solo was too recent. So I put Clone Wars the movie, but now that I'm thinking about it, that might have an opening crawl as well. So, who knows. Okay. I'm going to tell you that both of y'all are correct. Because those are the oh. two answers. <laughs> Let's go. So my initial answer was Rogue One. And then John pointed out that Clone Wars does not have an opening crawl and came up before Rogue One. Wow. And so Rogue One is the first of like the 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 live action movies. It does not have an opening crawl because it has that great score where it's like dun 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 like and it's just Rogue One going out into the into the stars. There's no opening crawl. And um Clone Wars has the the narrator, yeah, which is like galaxy divided. Admiral Ularin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I think I do um, that, actually. Yeah. John and I have the same um, answers, have the same favorite characters. Right? Exactly, exactly. Not really. Um, so well done to both of you. So okay, so Jeb, you went three for three. Yeah. Sean, you went two for three, and I think the council has made a decision, and I think that both of y'all are good to move on to the nice. rank of knight. So congratulations to both of y'all. Found it. Um, so awesome. Y'all are both the first pe- first people to move on tonight. Nice. Um, 
and yeah, so one more quiz, and y'all are going to be able to move on to the rank, the rank of master. master. Let's and then go. Once you're master, you're able to challenge me for the rank of master. Nice. Um, I don't think I'm going to read out. Last time I read out some potential master questions. I don't think I'm going to do that this time because, yeah. for one thing, we're kind of running short on time, and for another, uh, I don't really want to. So uh, with that said, uh, that's about all that I have for this episode, but this wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't leave y'all with a little bit more. Alrighty, so today, uh, Jeb kind of helped me pick this one out. Uh, we're talking about General Grievous. So Grievous is a super interesting character that we don't know too much about in canon, uh, but in Legends, he was actually uh, a Kalish. Well, he's in canon, he's a Kalish, but uh, the story behind him is he was a general... Uh, for a species called Kalish. Uh, they were a kind of a constant war with another species called the Hux. Um, and he was very renowned uh, as kind of the best warrior in the Kalish army. And eventually uh, he kind of caught the eye of Count Dooku and uh, Darth Sidious. And they actually staged an attack on one of uh, Grievous's shuttles. And they staged it to make it look like it was an attack by the Jedi against him. Oh, and so this kind of spurred on his hatred for the Jedi, and also gave them room to cybernetically enhance him after he was injured after the um, explosion of his shuttle. So, and then he just kind of kept improving, like improving upon himself until mm -hmm. he was more machine than organic life form. Um, so, yeah. Nice. obviously we see like he has a couple organs still intact inside and then he has his kind of brain and nice. uh, eyes but uh yeah just a little info about grievous there uh sean jeb y'all have anything else uh, uh Koon's the best cool uh i'd like to say um for all my fans out there you know i know y'all see me progress in this in this Star Wars chapter, tremendously, I guess. Um, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. You know, Jedi Knight Sean in the cut. Um, and yeah. Um, Off late. Appreciate, appreciate yeah. you having me on. Nice to see my little, you know, literal brothers from another mother's. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's been course. a while. So, it has yeah, been man. a while. Uh-huh. All righty. Awesome. And congrats to both of you. My first nights on this channel. Um <laughs> or this podcast. Alrighty. Well, uh, thank y'all for listening to the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Thank y'all to all of y'all who made it this far. I know this is, these are longer episodes, but this is kind of what this is meant to fill is these kind of more rambling episodes to get those out of the way and kind of have more, uh, kind of focused episodes, uh, for our weekly ones on Mondays. We're doing these once a month. We're trying to at least on Fridays. Uh, so yeah, appreciate y'all listening. If y'all have any comments, questions, or corrections, uh, feel free to email us at twinsuntalks at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram at twinsuntalks. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Twin Sun Talks Podcast. Uh, uh, subscribe to us on streaming platforms, Twin Sun Talks. And uh, Hothley, if sorry, sorry to cut you off. Hothley, if you're watching this, please leave a comment. Um, and then I will make another account just to respond to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good sounds good alrighty well y'all taking your first steps into a larger world may the force be with you and I will see y'all in the next episode bye friends see y'all